0: Live from the Farrell Center. Steven, I'm right outside. You know Coach McGuire is one of my favorites here, right outside the volleyball area. The volleyball offices. So I may peek in there and see if I can get some news on uh on, on Brian Skinner's. Did you see that news yesterday, Steven? That was kind of exciting. Brian Skinner, yeah. Baylor legend, his oldest, his eldest daughter. Avery is, uh, Yeah, I don't know. Now he may have an older daughter than Avery, but one of his daughters is headed to Baylor to play volleyball.
1: Not bad uh, when you can add a, an All-American to your roster as a grad transfer. So it's a pretty good situation, and uh, yeah, she'll she'll be there. So good for Brian. Um, I was sort of wondered if one of them would end up at Baylor, but I thought you know after having that success at Kentucky, it wouldn't happen. But here we are. She's gonna she's gonna come down and play her last season in Waco.
0: So so yesterday I sent to Brian Skinner a. Uh, Kind of congratulations, and he and he said, "What are you talking about?" And I, I, I showed him the announcement for Baylor. He was like, oh, "Where did you hear that?" I said, "Well, Brian, they've announced it." And so Brian Brian didn't think they were quite ready to announce anything. And finally, he kind of gave me an LOL. He was like, "Man, they were they were ready to get that news out there." <laughs> you know, we had Brian Skinner on last week, and uh, he, you know he could have. He, I told him he could have shared that news with us, but uh, I heard from Coach McGuire and uh, excited for him, and he's excited about everything. Boy, Avery's a big time player. You know they have another daughter on the team. It's another outside hitter. Steven, can we get can we get both Skinners? Can we can we get the, the double the double whammy? I would like to have I would like to have both the Skinner sisters, but having one is pretty special. And then Yoshi's coming back. Yossi's back. I mean, I I think the Libero of the Year might be back. I'm kind of excited about this team. I really am. Okay, but today is about uh, Lady Bears basketball and the dawn of a new era. And we will, uh, you know, what we'll do is we'll carry the press conference live today at 2.30. And uh, Tom's on the scene, Tom Barfield, program director, 4 to 6. You can hear him every day on Game Time. He's out here. I'm out here. We'll kind of have it all covered from this end. And then, uh, Stephen, you're back in the newsroom, the ESPN Central Texas newsroom, keeping an eye on everything. Now, you and I had the opportunity to visit uh, with Coach, and um, that's uh, – Stephen, we'll share that interview at 1.20 as we get you ready for that press conference uh, today. Baylor hires a new women's basketball coach, still – still. Um, Stephen, kind of tough for me. I got even interview. I mean, really nice person. Really enjoyed the interview, and uh, I think people enjoy hearing from from Nikki Collin. Um, Stephen, she did she did go ahead and confirm to us she will not be hiring her husband. Okay, <laughs> not bring stay at home dad. Gonna, Tom,
1: Tom's just gonna mm-hmm. keep the house in shape. That's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tom is uh, Tom's got her by a few years. And uh, but it was good to see Tom in town. The kids, everybody. We had all the video boards around here. Stephen, yesterday was a it was a big time celebration of Nikki Collin, a new era in Lady Bears basketball. And I, you know, I am excited. I want to see what it sounds like today. Listen, I we've talked about this, Stephen, and I brought it up with her today. You'll hear on the interview here in a few minutes. Following a legend is. Uh, that's tough, man. I, I, you always want to, the way I've always heard it, you want to be the one who follows, the person who followed the legend. You know, you don't want to be the actual person who comes in after a legend. But, uh, I mean, she's confident. I, I don't see any like, oh my gosh. But, you know, I, I kind of like the fact, Stephen, that she admitted to us that it certainly was something that was discussed. And she thought about it with her agent and uh, talked it over, what that would be like, how difficult a thing that would be. Uh, Kim was uh, really everything to the school and, uh, on a lot of different levels. And, and Kim was kind of, in a sense, had her own thing. Man, she had her own thing. And uh, it, it's going to, I mean, I know we got to move on at some point. Uh, Stephen, people keep telling me, "Hey, let's get behind the new coach," and I will. I am. I'm going to be out here today. I'm excited to hear from her. I was excited to visit with her, but uh, I'm I'm not quite as ready as some folks to move on. I'm. I'm I still want to honor the legacy, this incredible legacy. And the, and the cool thing is, Stephen, um, there's some there's some things to work with on this team, you know. And I thought that was interesting. You'll hear it in a moment about what the Uh, what she's having to do right now in terms of recruiting. Generally, like in football, when they get a hire, you hit the ground running, you go try to recruit, all that. Now with this portal being like it is, Steven, you've got to try to convince your own players to stay. And even before she was named, Hannah Gusters was out the door. Stephen, I was a big Gusters fan. You know that. I mean, she was one of the best players in the country. And the Bears got her. She's she's like 6'5". I mean, I think she was maybe going to be the next Kalani. You know, maybe, maybe she was going to have a little Lauren Cox to her game. And we've lost her. She's, she's already in Baton Rouge. I think she's hanging out with Mike the Tiger today. Uh, so, Stephen, you've got to batten down the hatches and find a way to keep your players and um, i think that's what's happening today today is about we talk about winning the news conference well we'll see this is a tough news conference to do or a tough press conference this is a tough one to do because you have to hit all the right notes because you're following a beloved coach a lot of this fan base still confused wondering what happened you got to sort of take care of that portion of the fan base you got some of the fan base it's like all right let's get something new in here all right Kim was uh, asking for too much. Um, she was too worried about where the arena was going to be. So you got to hit a lot of different notes. And so I'm, uh, I'm excited to see how this thing goes today. Now, Stephen, if you were sitting out there, as you like to do sometimes at these news conferences, and you were shouting out a question, you know, like Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, I'm here to, here to visit with you, Coach. What would be, and we had a chance to visit. You asked a, a good question earlier today that people will hear in a few minutes. But what, what in your mind, is the biggest thing you think Baylor fans uh, need to hear today?
1: We we heard some of it in uh, in the interview our, our people will hear later. But I, I would like to know more about kind of what she um, wants to do from a sort of X's and O's standpoint. I know there's some nuance there that we might not all pick up on, but. Kim Mulkey's team had an identity. I mean, they were man-to-man defense, swarm you, um, really, you know, on that side of the ball, make your life miserable. And then, you know, the other side of that, like they had typically two really good post players um, who could go down low and make plays and, uh, you know, guards that could shoot from the outside when they needed to. Um, And and it sounds like – we won't spoil all of it, but it sounds like Nikki wants to use some more motions, more ball screens – more of a pro style with some space and I think her personnel is equipped for that but I, I would like to see and she might not know now at how she wants to use some of these great athletes like Melissa Smith and Queen Egbo especially um, when she takes over here in a few months
0: I'm excited I'm excited we're gonna see what happens we'll have the uh, we'll have the news conference live and uh, we'll be reacting to that and uh, and you'll hear the interview a couple times today game time's got a lot of stuff planned to talk about Nikki Kahlo this afternoon, 4 to 6, so you can hear all that. Um, Steven, there was other basketball, Baylor basketball news that wanted to hit on. Baylor lands a transfer. Now, this is an interesting one. A lot of times they got that big-time player from Arizona. You're the national champs. The thought is, well, you get anybody you want. This latest transfer is a young man from Fairmont State. Fairmont State, Stephen. Does that sound to you like maybe up there in like Connecticut somewhere, where we we, we talk about Division Two Fairmont State? What does that do for you? Does that I think does that take us up to that, that? sounds like something up a Connecticut direction.
1: It's uh it's in West Virginia, Fairmont, West Ooh. Virginia.
0: Ooh. Oh no, really? Wrong part of the country. All right, there's a Fairmont uh, University. Right there in Connecticut, this is a different place. So we're this is not far from Morgantown. Wow, Fairmont State. Now, let me just say this. I've watched the highlights. I've watched the YouTube. And Del Bonner is a 6'3 combo guard type that they like, um, a positionless type offense where the guards can kind of all interact and one guy can bring it up. It doesn't really matter. Um it's hard to judge when you're watching these kinds of highlights. It's extremely tough to judge, okay? So I don't want to get too carried away. Some people, friends of mine, have compared him to Flagler already, like Adam Flagler, who came from Presbyterian. Um, I, I hesitate to even uh, say where that is. Stephen, at one point I knew, but now, I'm, I mean, I'm all over the country. Fairmont State, West Virginia, wow. Um Del Bonner is a man, Stephen, that, I mean, against this level of competition, he was dunking on everybody. There's, there, there, there seems to be some uncommon athleticism. So what, what you do in recruiting is you go, you know, you get your class coming in, they got a great class coming in, and then you go find somebody that fits that could maybe be a bench-type player And I think this guy could end up being in the rotation. I don't know. I think it's hard as a scout or a coach in recruiting to look at that level of competition and ever truly have a good idea. What you can have an idea of, and, you know, you get people from like Weber State, um, I mean, obviously the great Dame Lillard that come from places that aren't traditionally, you know, thought of like basketball hotbeds You can sometimes look at someone's athletic ability. He scored 21 points a game last year and just sort of jumped over everybody on the court. What does that say? I don't know. I don't know exactly, but I I don't think the Bears extend a, a scholarship offer in the portal for a Division II player unless they think he's got an unbelievable shot at playing. All right, they'd be going after somebody at D1. Now, they also, remember, developed a man from D3 in Freddie Gillespie, and that dude is playing his rear off. I watched some of that game last night. I, I, was, I, I guess it was on TNT. Anyway, I turned it on, and <laughs> Freddie was like, he had an alley-oop, a put-back dunk. He's got, he's got unbelievable length. He's got a little push shot in the lane. He blocks shots. So, Stephen, I think when you have success... Like, like they took a project guy from D3, and that guy has become a major bench player in the NBA. Then, I, probably, you're more willing to take chances, and you say, "Well, wait, aren't these scholarships precious? Yeah, they are. Uh, but for whatever reason, they believe Dell Bonner can come in here and uh, and really help the guys. We'll, we'll get to we'll we'll get Dell on and uh, visit with him. Stephen, have you um, had a chance to? To also, uh, look at some of those um, YouTube highlights. Have you taken a peek at Mr. Bonner?
1: I have, yeah. He's definitely a scorer. I mean, averaged 21 points a game last year, shot over 40% from three. So between him and and James Akinjo, you got two guys coming in that can fill it up, and they already have a number of players on the roster that can do that. So uh, it, it feels like um, a lot of depth on this Baylor team, again, going into next year.
0: When you see Jeff Goodman and Rothstein and those guys tweet about that do you think do you think they they've ever like before yesterday had they ever had the name Dale Bonner had it ever had, it, had they ever heard of him because because uh, those tweets always make it look like you know what I'm saying like oh man Baylor got this like they're all about time player yes yes I, yeah I, I don't I, know I, I don't know about Goodman.
1: Like I, I think I think Rothstein might have because he seems like a sicko I mean he just like all he does is watch college basketball
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to Mr. Rothstein that that uh, that Stephen called you a sicko. My goodness, John, just Steven. send out your
1: own tweets. Like, stop sending out saved, drafted tweets. The bit is tired. Okay, like let's just get it out there.
0: <laughs> oh no, Stephen has somebody else in his crosshairs. Stephen, I'm looking at university people kind of starting to arrive. Got some early. These are folks probably trying to get ready for all the pomp and circumstance. We will welcome a new women's coach. Still a crazy thought. Still, a, I mean, the fact that we have a new women's basketball coach here is hard to, hard to get your arms around. But, uh, Stephen, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to let folks hear from Nikki Collin. We had a chance to speak with her earlier today. You will hear that exclusive interview on ESPN Central Texas next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist
2: Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another beautiful day with mostly sunny skies. It won't be quite as humid with highs topping out at 78 degrees. Clear skies tonight. Look for a low around 54 and mostly sunny. Tomorrow just a little bit warmer but still very nice and a high of 83. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather
3: coach rod and the bears back at baylor ballpark and here on espn central texas
4: following a break for finals the bears swing back into action this weekend at baylor ballpark hosting kansas state games friday at six thirty, saturday at three and sunday at one for the bears and the wildcats
3: the home of baylor bear baseball espn central texas
2: do.
5: For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today.
4: Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my
6: credit, union. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken Simply the best.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
5: I'm Morton Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Tim Hardaway Jr. made 10 three-pointers and the Dallas Mavericks moved up to the number five spot in the Western Conference by beating the Miami Heat 127-113 last night. Garcia hit a two-run homer in the 10th inning to complete the Texas Rangers comeback in a 6-3 win over the Twins. Kyle Gibson makes his first appearance against his former team, gave up three runs, three hits, and eight strikeouts. Brock Holt has been placed on the 10-day IL with a right hamstring strain. Rangers and Twins again tonight, six 41st pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Yankees beat the Astros last night, 7 3. Game two of that series tonight, 6 05 first pitch. And after drafting two defensive tackles, Cowboys are waving defensive tackle Antoine Woods. Woods is a salary cap casualty for the Cowboys.
7: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
0: Mosley here, Simcox, we are getting ready for the big press conference today, welcoming the new Baylor women's coach to town from the WNBA to Baylor University, and uh, it's going to be exciting. Nikki Collin is going to be with us, and uh, folks start to show up out here, kind of get gathering as we start to uh, uh, get ready for that. We'll take you to it at 2.30, and uh, you'll probably hear old J-Mo, usually he's on the mic at events like this. Uh, real quick, before we hear from Nikki, Steven, would you do our schmaltzes, our schmaltzes trivia
1: question of the week? I will. Uh, you can text in 254-662-1660. Nikki Collin, she played college basketball at two different schools. What schools were they? Again, where did new Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin play her college basketball? It was two schools Give me those two schools on the text line 254 662 1660. And uh, we'll announce the winner after the interview. They'll get a couple coupons for a Schmaltz's sandwich.
0: Schmaltz. Schmaltz. The Schmaltz, the Schmaltz. the Schmaltz has some stuff on it that I just love. I get that twice baked bread. Jalapeno bread is the option I prefer. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we had an opportunity to sit down with, uh, and visit via Zoom. Uh, with Nikki earlier today, and uh, we want to let you hear from the new head coach of the Lady Bears. Here is our conversation with Nikki Collins. Coach, we're excited. Welcome to town. Um, I assume it's been a a whirlwind. Uh, if you could walk us through just a little bit, like when you first got the call, like when you saw this job open, did you? You're getting ready for a WNBA season. Did you immediately think, "Whoa"? Now there's an interesting job or did you just kind of think, Oh, that's kind of cool. I'm going to keep my head down and keep preparing for this WNBA season. What was the, what was that whole scenario like?
8: Yeah. I mean, certainly. um, Obviously Baylor was the talk of the women's basketball world when it opened. Um, You know, it was, it was Baylor being open, Kim Mulkey going to LSU, Nikki Fargus coming to the W. Um, So, you know, the, the basketball world is small. Um, The women's basketball world is probably even smaller. So, Um, certainly knew of it, certainly didn't anticipate being a part of this, uh, was pretty much head down Had our first preseason game on Saturday and an interview with Baylor on Sunday. So, you know, it it did happen really quickly. It started with a text from, you know, uh, a friend who said, would you be interested in Baylor? And I said, yeah, I'd be interested in Baylor. And, uh, then it was, you know, search firm, um, phone conversation. Um, so it, it happened really, really quickly, but I, I certainly didn't go into it thinking um, I would be sitting here today. I figured I'd be in Washington uh, getting my team ready to play our second preseason game.
0: Yeah, and here you are in Waco, Texas, <laughs> getting ready for a press conference, and I'm sure we'll do it upright. I don't know how many people would get in there, but maybe we'll get the Golden Wave Band playing. Um This is going to be fascinating because now you've had five years away from college, WNBA, you launched yourself into it, Connecticut Sun, uh, and, and then followed by head coach of the Atlanta Dream. I mean, talk about a whirlwind. How hard do you think it will be, Nikki, to, I'm talking recruiting everything to throw yourself because you were out of that world for a little while, you were in it for a long, long time. What uh, have you already been hitting the phone lines? Uh, I mean, you've been visiting a lot of people. I've seen a lot of video board messages around <laughs> town for you. Um, what what is that? What do you think that transition is going to be like for you?
8: It, it'll be look. I mean, the this is this is an important job, and recruiting is a lifeblood of any program in college basketball. Um, what I can tell you is, um, being in the WNBA free agency is recruiting. It, it's it's compressed. Um, but it's intense and so you know relationship building is what i know it's who i am it's what i love Um, i certainly still have connections in college Um, hiring the right staff will be incredibly important for recruiting Um, but am i afraid of it no i mean it's where i spent more of my career i understand it i respect it Um, i i know it's going to be the most important thing no, I'm not recruiting right now, except my own team, um, because we're not allowed to recruit this week because it's, it's, it's a total dead period uh, this week. So from a timing perspective, that's actually really good because I need to spend um, this time um, recruiting our own players, you know, there's a transfer portal these days and Mm. um, you know, so it's important for them to get to know me to get to figure out who I am and, and where this program is going and how they fit into that. So, you know, that, that's where it starts for us, you know, is recruiting the players that are already on this roster.
0: Nikki Collin, new uh, coach, Baylor women's, uh, Baylor lady bears. I, we'll start right there with your players. Uh, Nikki, what has, uh, what was the reception you received? What were, what were some of the questions they asked? Because you're right. Uh, no matter how exciting this is, uh, you know how close they get to certain coaching staffs in certain, Coaches, and that's a—I don't know what I'd call. It, I mean, a kind of a traumatic time when you go through a change like this. What did you encounter? I saw some of your comments, but what were the uh, what 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 you know, the the your players? And you've got one of them, Melissa, who is may, probably been picked as the greatest player in college basketball. Returning, what was uh, what, what kind of reception did you receive?
8: I Thought it was great, really open. I mean, you ask like what questions do they have. I mean, understand these are college athletes. They wanted to know if they were going to be allowed to chew gum during practice, you know, because they've never <laughs> been allowed to chew gum. And, you know, I, I said, yeah, I'm actually OK with you chewing gum. I, I know I'll be chewing gum during practice, so I'm not going to tell you not to. Now, keep it in your mouth. You know, I don't want to be cleaned up off the gym floor. But um, yeah, change is hard. Change is hard for everyone. Change is hard for my family. Change is hard for me saying goodbye um, to a team that I, you know, put together in Atlanta is hard. Um, but I just saw this as such an amazing opportunity. Um, and and it was the people, you know, it it was Mac and Paul and Javon and Don and Kevin and the people that sold Baylor to me sold who Baylor was, you know, what the department looked like. And so, you know, um, our players, I think, I think they're excited. Um, Certainly, you know, for players that, you know, were looking for a fresh start or didn't get the opportunity um, that they maybe thought they should get, you know, the, these opportunities are fresh starts for them. Um, and, and for our, for our veterans and, and by that, you know, our upperclassmen, as I, as I reuse um, WNBA terms, you know, rookies and vets. Uh, but, but ultimately, you know, they, they just want to know um, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like and, and how they fit in um, to, to my plans and my vision for Baylor. Um, so a really good start yesterday. I mean, it, a lot of it was lighthearted and, mm-hmm. um, fun. I mean, that, that's who I am. I have incredible joy, um, coaching my players know it and the WO is considered a player's coach. Um, but that doesn't come without discipline and accountability. Um, you know, we're still going to compete the right way. We're going to communicate the right way. We're going to go to class. Um, but I don't want them to, to, um, dread coming to the gym. You know, I want them to be excited to come to practice every day. I want them to be excited um to join their teammates and and commit to a, a mutual goal. So that's the big part. You know, it's just is bringing joy um in in doing this job.
0: You know, Nikki, um there are some people that just aren't wired. I always used to hear the term you want to follow the coach after the legend. Uh but but you've taken on this significant, like you say, Baylor women's job, and and Kim, obviously made it what it was. What is that like for you when you're making those decisions and thinking about um, leaving the WNBA for a job like this? To have to follow someone who, quite honestly, sucks up all the airspace and has been probably the greatest coach in Baylor history. Um, how do you how do you face that? Because that that is. Uh, that's not an easy thing to encounter or embrace, but it it, it doesn't seem like, you know, hearing from you and, and reading about you, that kind of thing rattles you.
8: <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm certainly competitive. I, you know, I know people talked a lot yesterday. I heard some of the shows, people talking about how confident I am. Um, I, I love what I do, you know, I, I'm gonna work at it. Um, I certainly had conversations with my agent about what that means, what that means to follow a legend. Um, what that means to follow someone, you know, with a big personality, um, a big shoe game, a big, you know, all of that, you know, and I, and I think, you know, one of the things we talked about, you know, my agent represents, um, you know, the, the Florida coach who had to follow Billy Donovan, you know, and, and it's not an easy thing, you know, it's, it's when people are beloved and um, have had the kind of success and, and there, there are very few coaches in the history of this game that have had the kind of success that Kim had here. Um, so it's not going to be easy, um, but I love a challenge, you know, I, I, I love a challenge. And um, there were just too many good things about this job, too many great things about this job um, to question, you know, what that looks like or what that's going to feel like, you know, how am I going to do the job? I'm going to do it my way, you know, mm. like this is me, you know, and and Mac hired me um, because I was authentically me in the interview and he felt like I was the right person at the right time, um, for this university. So, you know, I'm just going to keep, keep kind of doing me.
0: I think his message to me was, um, Nikki can coach her tail off is what he, yeah, that's, I think that's way the way he put it. Um, so eloquently, uh, talking to Nikki Collin, Baylor's new, uh, coach, coach of the lady bears on ESPN central Texas, Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox, Stephen, uh, go ahead and uh, ask coach a question.
1: Hey, Coach, earlier you talked about the basketball world being small. Um, I was just curious, have you crossed paths with some of the other Big 12 coaches before? And uh, did you and Reagan Peebly coach together at Colorado State for a little while?
8: Yes, so um, actually very close with some of the Big 12 coaches. Reagan and I are good friends, um, did coach together uh, at Colorado State, um, coached against Vic uh, when he was at A&M in the NCAA tournament as Gary's assistant. Um, and then at Mississippi state, when we were still at Arkansas, so know Vic really, really well. Um, you know, Bill Fenley will tell you he's, he's one of the only coaches that I turned down twice in the recruiting process, um, has, was at our wedding. Um, just a really good friend of the family. He was at Toledo. I said no twice to him at Toledo, um, both when I went to Purdue. And then when I left Purdue, I went to Marquette. So, um, a lot of familiarity, um, but those are the coaches that I probably know the best in this league.
0: Coach, what can we expect um, in terms of? I mean, obviously, college is a different game than WNBA. We can kind of see what you were doing with Atlanta, but in terms of offense, defense, you saw the men's team just won a national title with a uh, with with a you know a man to man defense like like no other. What, what's your approach on on either side of the ball? I know we only have a couple more minutes here. And it, I feel like this the scene from Hoosiers where the guy's like, Coach, do you run man to man like I'm making suggestions or something? But <laughs> what uh what what is your philosophy on both sides of the ball?
8: Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, our first year in the WNBA, we we led the league in in defensive efficiency from start to season, uh, start to finish that season that will always be a staple for us. Uh, we're gonna get after it man-to-man, but what we will mix it and play some zone. Sometimes in college, it, there's a right time to play zone against the right opponent, and which is really hard to do in the pros with defensive three. So, so we'll mix it, but we will be an aggressive, physical pressure man-to-man team for the most part. Offensively, we're gonna be a little more pro style in terms of step-ups, drags, uh, lots of ball screens. Um, getting players in space. It's all about creating good space. We've got to create good spacing to let our great athletes um, kind of showcase their games and ultimately when each player um, has the opportunity to do what they do the best, then the team collectively has a chance to succeed at the highest level. So um, a lot of pieces to fit together still, um, but I would say, you know, in a short um, time frame, that 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 would be my offense and defensive philosophy in a nutshell.
0: And then uh, coaching staff wise, I want you to list all your hires now. No, I, 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 you know, in that all those years you spent with your husband, I mean, that fascinates me. I want to talk about that some other time because I, I, I would, uh, I would, I would think that, you know, kind of co-coaching with your husband has to be a fascinating experience and then you come home and all that kind of thing. But uh, will he be on the staff? I mean, like, how are you putting this? A lot of Baylor people will say, Hey, keep Bill Brock. This guy's unbelievable with the players and obviously he's a legend in his own way in the juco ranks and has really been a a stalwart with baylor how are you putting all that together or have you had time to address that yeah
8: i mean honestly it's a work in progress you know Mm -hmm. it it is a work in progress um you know i'm going to surround my myself with the best um uh, i'm going to surround myself with people that you know are going to balance my strengths and weaknesses um that you know balance my personality So, you know, a work in progress. Yes. Conversations are starting. um, And no, Tom will not be on my staff.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. She's not naming her husband to her staff. That's the breaking news from this session. Hey, listen, we, uh, we really appreciate it. We'll be at the press conference today. Excited for you and uh, cannot wait to, to meet you in person.
8: Thank you. Appreciate you guys.
0: All right. There it goes. Nikki Collin. In her first interview, her first local interview, Stephen, can we say that she might have interviewed some other people? But let's just say we did. And that. I think we are the
1: first one to air it. Yeah, I don't know if she, she's yeah. probably talked. She probably talked with John like yesterday morning, but yeah,
0: <laughs> John, John will uh, have that at some point. John will be with her today, most likely. John will be right up there in the middle of all of this. Uh, Stephen, the uh, you know the the Baylor fan base. I mean, they, they are excited. They are out here um, lined up. In fact, I think the doors opened at 1.30, so it just opened about five minutes ago, and they there was a big line outside of Lady Bears fans waiting to get in here. We're at the Farrell Center live show, and then we'll go straight uh, to the uh, news conference, and then, of course, uh, Glenn Stretch-Smith will be with you at 3 o'clock. Game time today. Lots of Lots of uh, talk about the new Baylor coach. We'll see what she she does, how she sounds, what everything. I mean, uh, Stephen, I I would say one thing: Lady Bears got uh, got some people some raises around the country. Did you notice that? <laughs> that was a big time. I was just looking at some of that. The uh, University of Arizona coach, uh, there was some interest in her apparently. Uh, Dia Barnes, and uh, and boy, she got herself uh, she just gotten a raise. She got herself another raise. So bears kind of helping everybody spreading the love around Nikki Collin though man I, I really enjoyed hearing from her and uh, I, I there's a lot there's a lot to kind of unpack from that I think there's some uh, interesting things I think there was some interesting things that were said about not only recruiting her current players but her first meetings and, and visits with players some of the things the players brought up um, you know She's going to, she, if she already knows she's taking on, um, I mean, this is a huge job, and following a legend is extremely tough. I did get the feeling from hearing her talk about that question that she has a, she's coming in with her eyes wide open on that front. All right, Stephen, um, excited for that, the news conference that will be uh, headed your way live at 2.30. Stephen, do we have a winner in the Schmaltz's trivia contest? I believe you asked Nikki Collin played for two schools. Nikki, many years ago, um, got in the transfer portal and went from Purdue. Stephen, where'd she go? Oh, I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to give the answer. So the question well, was Well, you already gave half the, of it, so we can go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was. The, the, two, the two schools where she played, what is the answer, Stephen?
1: It was Purdue and Marquette. And, uh, yes, we do have a winner, Clark Boffman. Congratulations, Purdue and Marquette. A lot of you had the right answer. Clark was first. So congratulations to Clark. You're getting a couple sandwiches from Schmaltz's.
0: Clark, would you share one of those with me? I don't think I'm eligible to win this, but I'm sitting here right now. I'm looking at all these concession stands out here. Uh, None of them are open. Uh, I am, boy, I would love a Schmaltz's. We're just out here at the Farrell Center to watch this press conference, Stephen. Can you imagine if I, if somebody walked up to me with a schmaltz sandwich? I mean, it would change. It would really reset my day and just kind of, kind of change the way I go about life. So, schmaltz one of my favorites. Let's keep onions off of that. If you do bring me one, Stephen, does that sound like I'm, I'm pandering for a sandwich? I hope not. I would never do that. Two free uh, for the people that got, uh, our man who just won that. Say his name again, Stephen. Mr. Mr.
1: Boffman? Yes, Clark Boffman.
0: Golly, that sounds like a character from... Uh, I'm trying to think what Clark Boffman would have been on. I'm trying to think what show. I like that. I like Clark Boffman. I like to meet him. Okay, that seems like a guy I'd like to get to know. All right, Stephen, we're going to react a little bit to Nikki. Also, some breaking news on the Cowboys' front. I mean, they are already having to release players trying to deal with their salary cap issues... And, Stephen, let's talk about that wingspan. You love talking about it. Cowboys wingspan. They, they cut a man with short arms. We explain next.
3: Glenn Moore and Baylor Lady Bears softball on
4: 101.3 FM. The Lady Bears wrap up the regular season with a split series against the Lady Longhorns this weekend. It begins Friday in Austin and concludes Saturday and Sunday at Getterman Stadium in Waco.
3: Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM.
1: HowMet Aerospace is holding a job fair Wednesday, May 5th from 1 to 6 at the Hilton Garden Inn in Waco. HowMet has been in Waco for 48 years and is now hiring for several positions. HowMet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. HowMet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, machinists, maintenance mechanics, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. HowMet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to HowMet.com slash join us and search Waco.
2: With a First Central Credit Union home equity loan, it's your choice. Your home's equity can provide the cash flow you need. Use cash for home improvements, debt consolidation, a new vehicle, college expenses, a wedding, dream vacation, a medical emergency, or any other unexpected or desired expense. Act now and enjoy no closing costs up to $75,000. Apply online at www.firstcentralcu.com for a quick local decision.
0: Loan subject to credit approval Approval and some restrictions apply. Offer valid through June 30th. Member NCUA. All right. I want to talk to you about Alan Samuels. It is the Ram Spotlight Sales event this month. Ram's a three-peat motor trend truck of the year. Back-to-back-to-back. Top safety pick for trucks named in 2021. Spotlight's on the 2021 new Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star. Values up to 6 thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars or zero percent for 72 months steven also you have the jeep freedom days going on now jeep the most decorated suvs available jeep built tough as nails and able to stand up to any challenge off-road or city roads well stood up to my challenge today i was driving around town in my uh, in my grand cherokee featuring the new 2021 grand cherokee laredo with up to that's what I have by the way but I have it I think in 2018 it's a, that one has up to 3,750 dollars in total values or 0 percent for 72 months Stephen, there's also that 2021 Cherokee Latitude Plus or Lux up to five thousand dollars total values or 0 percent for eighty-four months now you know where to find them beautiful spot out there. for the, I mean, the, the service area is like no other. It is Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, and 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84, your friend in the car business.
6: Hi, Jay here from Pickup
9: Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? The Pickup Outfitters, we think you do, and we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco, we're here to help you and your bro on the web at createacomotion.com
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center
5: I'm Orton Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Tim Hardaway Jr. made 10 three-pointers and the Dallas Mavericks moved up to the number five spot in the Western Conference by beating the Miami Heat 127-113 last night. Garcia hit a two-run homer in the 10th inning to complete the Texas Rangers comeback in a 6-3 win over the Twins. Kyle Gibson makes his first appearance against his former team, gave up three runs, three hits, and eight strikeouts. Brock Holt has been placed on the 10-day IL with a right hamstring strain. Rangers and Twins again tonight, six 6- 41st pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Yankees beat the Astros last night 7 3. Game two of that series tonight, 6 first pitch. And after drafting two defensive tackles, Cowboys are waving defensive tackle Antoine Woods. Woods is a salary cap casualty for the Cowboys.
7: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Rosalie Simcox with you from the Farrell Center where we're preparing for a big press conference to happen at 2:30. They open the doors boy some lady bears big time fans were standing out there it's a gorgeous day so it's okay to stand around for a little while but they've let them in and there's excitement in the air over this new head coach and she'll be introduced and so We'll kind of spill right into the John Morris show as we get you ready. Because John, the mayor of Waco, well, we have another mayor, but John's the mayor of Baylor. He'll kind of be directing the parade and the traffic and all that kind of stuff. In fact, Steve, when I pulled in, John was out there telling me where to park. J-Mo. Steven, I got to be honest. I may have taken, like, I hope I didn't park in, like, Jim Turner's spot or something. I kind of I parked a little close today. All right, uh, so I may may go out and not have my vehicle out there. It's okay. I just wanted to get in here. I was so excited. And, Stephen, we're set up right outside the Baylor volleyball offices. All right, and you know the big news there, uh, Avery Skinner is the newest Baylor Bear coming from the University of Kentucky, a team that just won the national title in volleyball. All right, so Ryan McGuire, the whole Baylor family is very excited about that. Stephen, we do have some Cowboys breaking news. Uh, go ahead and hit the sounder on this. Uh, uh, somebody was cut. Well, actually, a couple players were cut. Yeah, there it is. And uh, I want to give Stephen a chance to move over into the ESPN Central Texas newsroom. And, uh, Stephen, uh, can you catch us up on a little bit of this Cowboys news today uh, as the Cowboys address some salary cap issues?
1: So defensive tackle Antoine Woods was the most uh, notable cut today, but the Cowboys also parted ways with center Adam Redman, defensive tackle uh, Walter Paul Moore, defensive end Ladarius Hamilton, um, and cornerback Keeman Hall. So they're now down to 90 players. Uh, But, yeah, nose tackle Antoine Woods and Savion Smith, two guys that were contributors last year that got uh, let go. And Michael Gelkin, let me see if I can find the official report. He says the Antoine uh, cut is due to his, Antoine Woods' cut is due to his wingspan. Um, Gelkin said the team's had six defensive linemen since March. Three free agents, three draft picks, all six with at least 34-inch arms. A length, a Dan Quinn emphasis. Apparently Woods does not uh, line up with, with that.
0: Steven, are you saying the young man has 32-inch uh, arms and and Dan Quinn prefers the 34 inch. Is that what you're getting at? It, it, yeah, this is, Dan- a, this is a man who loves his wingspan. Hence the taking six four cornerbacks in the third round. uh... It, Steven remind me, is the league full of six four cornerbacks? <laughs> Do you know a lot of those guys. Have I don't. you Run into them over the years. You Antoine Woods out? is
1: basically a T Rex to Dan uh, Dan Quinn. That's
0: what he sees when he sees him. <laughs> like Barney. You don't want to go to dinner with him the guy short arm you on the check a little bit i i don't appreciate this i don't appreciate it because i thought the guy played extremely well and uh, i know they had to make some cuts and all but my gosh i mean this guy during a really rough year was one of the few kind of dependable guys they had uh and and now antoine woods is no longer a cowboy now, Stephen, one of the things you've been kind of excited to talk about—I didn't give you enough time yesterday. We have a little extra time today because we're getting ready for the big press conference. 2:30 today. Nikki Collin introduced us to Baylor, a new women's coach. Stephen, I'm looking out the window to see. Now, I bet Nikki's going to arrive kind of in a back, a back way. Okay, I don't think she'll come in through the, through the area where we all came through. I bet they'll bring her in a special back way. But I've been kind of watching. To see if i see kind of a almost a presidential several suvs bringing her in uh barfield's kind of on the lookout he's been kind of looking he's eager to to see nikki in person and have that first meeting and tom and i Stephen, we now officially are wearing like uh we've got some credentials i mean i think we can go down there if we want to and ask some questions it's kind of exciting uh, Stephen, you just be, keep telling me whatever you want me to ask. I'll go down there and try to ask it. But I got to keep visiting with you, so I got to somehow make it down there in time because I want to see what this is all about. It's going to be an interesting. Two thirty, bring it to you live. Okay, four o'clock game time. Tom Barfield will have a lot more on it. He's going to play this afternoon. I believe at about five ten, uh, he's going to be playing uh, the uh, interview that we did with uh, Nikki Collin. And so that'll be cool. And that's about a 15 minute interview. And uh, it'll also, he'll be able to react to whatever she says today. Um, this is a tough one, man. This is a tough needle to thread for a new coach following a legend. You don't have a whole lot to compare this to, Stephen. I would say whoever took over for Pat Summit, whoever took over for Jody Conrad, if I thought hard enough, I could tell you the names of those people. Might have been somebody named Lapiano. I, I used to know Donna Lafiato down there at Texas, but I'll, i I'll say this. it was it's incredibly, incredibly tough to do. I'm anxious to see how she handles it today. But Stephen, there was something you wanted to talk about, and I'm very open to this because you know we love talking cowboys. Micah Parsons and Jabril Cox are about to show up on the scene. In fact, the rookie camp's getting ready to happen. Parsons, sideline to sideline. Jabril Cox comes from LSU by way of North Dakota State, has kind of a uh, some pretty good coverage skills, a young man who's kind of snarly and upset where he was taken, not very pleased, uh, and that's okay. I like that attitude, like a man showing up with a chip on his shoulder. Stephen, that's how you show up at work every day, a chip on your shoulder. But these two, the, the, the thought has been, well, Leighton Vanderish is probably gone. I now I'm now hearing it could be a little different than that. Like Leighton's playing for another contract and Jalen Smith would be the linebacker more likely gone. Now the fun thing about this season is what you do, Stephen, is you get in your base, uh, you get in your base and you just you just put you put all these guys out there. You put Keanu Neal, you put uh, you, you you get your new guys involved, Micah Parsons, Jabril Cox you get the Wolf Hunter, you got Jalen Smith. Steven, have you ever seen, do you think any team in the league has more off-ball linebackers right now than the Dallas Cowboys? And do you think maybe that kind of competition that could break out in training camp might be a great thing for this team? That's a very leading question. Uh, I'm kind of letting you know where I'm going with this. But I I I know you've been wanting to talk about these linebackers. Does a does an off-ball linebacker kind of get you going a little bit?
1: I appreciate that. This seems to obviously be coming in the position that Dan Quinn has identified. Like we got to fix this. And before the draft, I thought it was probably corner. And I still think if the Broncos don't take Sertain, they take Sertain there at ten. No matter what they say about Parsons. But they do have a good mix here, and, and I feel like the competition will be good. You know, Keanu Neal, that just seems like another one-year rental on defense that they like to uh, trot out there year in and year out. But um, Cox and, and Parsons, they're both athletic. You know, Jabril Cox, as you said, is good in coverage, which is a big weakness for Jalen Smith. Um, and then Parsons is he's, – he's in a lot of ways kind of what Jalen Smith was before he got hurt. I mean, he's very athletic. He can go make tackles behind the line of scrimmage. They use him as uh, somebody who can rush the passer in, in in certain situations and can blitz. So if they're trending towards letting go of Jalen Smith, I think that's a positive for this team. Now, he can obviously improve from a terrible year he had last year. And I also like, this is kind of a new thing. Like the Cowboys, Matt, you know, they, they just pay everybody. I mean, God bless them. Like except for Dak Prescott, who they let wait for a long time but eventually got it done. It, it, it's like, oh, this this deal's not uh, up for two more years. Well, why don't we just extend you right now? Yeah. With Zeke, with Jalen, with Lyle Collins. Um, they they get these things done. They, if they feel like this is a promising player, they go ahead and do it. But let Leighton Van Der Esch play on a contract year. Let him, you know, have that pressure. And there is the risk that he goes in free agency and you lose him. But, you know, you can also figure out in a make-or-break season if, if he's someone you can move forward with now.
0: All right, I... I... I like all that, um, and I do think you'll be able to figure it out. I don't know how in the world you get all those folks involved. Stephen Jones said the other day on the uh, uh, flagship 105.3 The Fan that he, he could see a scenario where all 11 of those picks make the team. Now, you know why that is. Hey, that's when you're paying them the least amount of money. If we could find 11 spots, if we hit on 11 players, now that seems highly unlikely. I think if you kept seven of the eleven on the team, you're doing pretty well. That's a pretty that's a pretty decent draft. If you keep all eleven, I I mean, I guess you could celebrate it. It might also say some things about the rest of your team. Steven, I mean I, I but I do know where all the money is on this team, and it's mostly on the offensive side. So we shall see how all this all plays out. We are getting you ready for uh, in about thirty minutes. Uh, Nikki Collin will be introduced as the new Baylor women's basketball coach all right Stephen do you think wherever they have where they are right now Mac probably maybe the new director of strategy Kevin gall they're all holed up uh, maybe having a little brunch or whatever late lunch do you feel like they're listening to us just to kind of give her a feel for hey this is what our media is like around here don't don't you probably think that's the case? They're just kind of all sitting around at lunch listening to the two of us. Yeah, I think they're locked in. I feel like
1: she's taking notes of some of the things you've said, you know, over the, the mm-hmm. first hour here.
0: I liked our interview with her, um, and uh, I, I thought that was good, and we had a good time there. And, boy, Stephen, you got in a question about how she crossed paths with uh, the TCU coach, Coach Peebley, and then that led to a discussion of coach against uh, – Vic Schaefer, and then uh, uh, Finley, Coach Finley, after the Iowa State. You know who was it, Stephen? Somebody tried to hire her, or tried to actually recruit her back in the day. Was that Finley? He was that was to yeah her mm-hmm. a couple of times, and um, that was pre-portal. You think Coach actually had to sit out a year back in the day? She leaves Purdue, where they had gone to a Final Four, like her either her freshman or sophomore year, and she goes over to Marquette. Stephen, I bet the portal. I bet she had to sit out a season and had to kind of hang there in Marquette, at Marquette, and just get ready for the season. So, um, you know, I, this is going to be really interesting because WNBA, I mean, she comes from a place where they're running a little bit different set, a little different style of game. But I think we learn when a big-time opening comes up, like a Baylor. I mean, you, there are only a few that are like this. Uh, Kim turned this thing into a monster. Uh, UConn, South Carolina, Louisville at times has been really good. Notre Dame, obviously. Duke at times, women's-wise, more men at Duke. But, I mean, you've got some great, great teams. Muffett had such a great run at Notre Dame. But there are a few of these college jobs, Stephen, and, and you know, generally if you pay enough, and I don't even know if that was about that. Uh, of course, Baylor's a private institution. We don't know the exact uh, money. We don't always get that uh, for the Bears. But I, I, I get the sense that, uh, and, and I, I bet this is a bump from what she was making with a dream. But I don't. I get the sense that this is more about like fit, uh, incredible opportunity, um, a, a you know a, a place that has become a national powerhouse in women's basketball and. Um, and I think there's some excitement. Did they look at other folks? You bet. You bet. And uh, we watched Arizona make that incredible run. Why wouldn't you take a look at, at, uh, at, at, at India Barnes there? Why, why in the world wouldn't you? And, um, and who knows? I don't know how close that thing came to happening other than uh, she did end up with a new contract. She had a new contract, and then they redid it. And it went from, like, Steven went from like five years let's say 3.8 million to five years five point six or 5.7 million so that thing went rolling up and that's what happens when you're when you're a young up-and-coming uh, big-time hot name in college circles so she can thank Mac Rhodes and his staff for uh, for probably helping her in that regard but uh, who's to say I mean I'm not saying they were gonna hire her I just think probably she was in the mix is what it sounds like everybody else Around here, we're talking about Molly. You heard that name come up. She was a big-time player there at uh, at uh, uh, Drury in Springfield, Mo. And then, uh, so uh, who knows? Who knows how all these things work? But uh, they've got Nikki Nikki uh, Collin, and I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty excited to hear from her today. Here's what we need to do. Uh, we're going to uh, take a quick break, and then uh, uh, we will continue into the John Morris Hour. And then we're getting ready about 30 minutes away from that live press conference. We'll carry it live. We are at the Farrell Center getting ready for the press conference for Nikki Collin, new Baylor women's uh, Lady Bears basketball coach.
6: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. So,
1: how can I promote
6: my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect.
4: I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom-printed sales and marketing materials. And now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 529. Visit staples.com signage for details.
5: For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today.
4: Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco.
6: At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food, or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken
7: Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Ah, it's Mosley and Simcox.
0: With you until the start of this press conference, we are live at the Farrell Center, waiting to hear from Nikki Collin, the new Lady Bears uh, women's coach. Well, it seems uh, kind of redundant, but I, uh, I'm excited about this. It's going to be fun. We'll see here in about uh, 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes, we'll, uh, we'll talk about kind of what we're looking for today, what she needs to hit on uh which, what lies ahead of course the real work what happens is there's a honeymoon period and and it, it'll be great everybody will be excited and have her out she'll throw out a first pitch kind of like kim did the other night at lsu um i think today will be a, another surreal experience i think it's the first time some of these fans that are out here today at the feral center will sort of come to grips with the fact that uh, kim Mulkey is not the coach anymore I just think when somebody does something for 21 years, it's uh, it's 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 really hard to fathom that uh, that you would have another coach. And uh, we never thought this would happen. And it really seemed like Kim would serve out her career here. It didn't happen, and uh, here we are. And I think uh, I think Nikki is is uh, well equipped to deal with sort of whatever comes her way. Um, it's, it's tough. I, you know, people have tried to do it. It doesn't always work out, Um, you know, following uh, legends. We had her on, and she talked about the fact that her agent represented the the coach who followed Billy Donovan at Florida. He had a great run there before he became the Thunders coach. And Billy Donovan, I mean, I guess he's somewhat of a legend at Florida. I mean, Stephen, did Billy Donovan win two national titles there as a head coach? I mean, he was really good. He was a great coach there. but uh, he, he left, and Mike White came in. And I guess they're yeah. represented by the same person.
1: Those, uh, those Joe Kim Noah, Horford, Brewer teams, they won two in a row. They went back-to-back. Back.
0: Okay. So he was really considered one of the great coaches in college basketball. And uh, so we shall see. Now, the other news, Stephen, that, uh, that we had at the top of the show today, now we're on during the John Morton Show because John has some MC duties today. And so – He'll be doing that. He'll be up greeting everybody, and, and uh, I'll jump down there and see if I can get involved and see what's going on. Uh, Steven, there's a interesting transfer news today uh, for the men's team. And, I, you know, we saw the uh, Joe, who came in from Arizona, we sort of knew what was going on there. Um, Big-time player. I think he's going to step in, and I think he will start immediately. I really do. Um, Baylor yesterday announced the news that from Fairmont State, Stephen, you tell me your crack research staff there at ESPN Central Texas says that's uh, out of West Virginia. When I see Fairmont, I thought of Connecticut, but I think a, that's a, I'm thinking of Fairmont University. This is Fairmont State. That's a Division II school. Um, this is a guard named Dale Bonnery, 6'3, and last year he averaged 21 points a game. What can you gather from a Division II player? Well, it's hard. It's really hard to judge. You know, Baylor had success uh, hitting on Freddie Gillespie, a former Division III player, who decided he thought he, was, he could play above Division III. He really hadn't done much in Division III, and Baylor developed him and developed him, and he, he, quite frankly, wasn't ready to go when he got here, and he had a year to kind of sit out and get better and better, and then, boom, he's a starter. And he was a starter on a great Baylor team, that was, uh, that was number one uh, in the country at one point, the season before they won a national title, big time. So I guess what I'm saying is I don't think they're scared of projecting, looking at a player like this Del Bonner. Now, what have I found out about him? Well, you know, some people that I trust, um, and, and, I, and again, I'll dig in and, and visit with the uh, Uh, You know, Coach Tang, and we'll see what Scott has to say at the appropriate time. But I I think Bonner is, uh, some people have compared him uh, to Flagler, which I think is a very nice thing, a very flattering thing to say because obviously Adam Flagler was a great part of the national title team. I also think from a length standpoint, at 6'3", man, those guards that are 6'3", 6'4", I, from what I could tell on the film, even though it was obvious he was going against inferior competition, he was jumping out of the gym. I mean, these were not, you know, I've seen tapes of Davion Mitchell when he was in high school, and he was doing similar things, like alley-oops, dunking over people. He he had a high school level, and he had a teammate that was also a really, really fine player, um, who ended up... Oh, gosh, Steve, where did he end up uh, at, at Oregon? he played. His, his teammate, uh, Hinesville, Georgia, ended up playing at Oregon. But this kid, Dale Bonner, I, I, I'll say just by watching the little bit I've watched, it, he's scary athletic. Now, again, the gyms are full across the country of 6'3", six, 6'4", six, players that can dunk and are hugely athletic. You've got to have more than that. I would say to earn a scholarship and a transfer into Baylor, you've got to demonstrate that you can play tenacious, uh, excellent defense, man-to-man defense. You've got to stay in front of your man. Now, how do you project that when you're going against guys that aren't anywhere nearly as good as him? Uh, That's tough to do. I think what you have to look at is their measurables, uh, their athleticism, and you have to project. Could this guy stay in front of uh, McClung from Texas Tech? Could they? Could, could this guy guard one of those little guards, Ramey or whoever at Texas? You have to try to do that and 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 make a decision. And uh, we shall see. Stephen, you've taken a peek, a peek at Bonner too. I do you? Uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't I don't think I think of Bonner. I don't I don't even think of him quite like Flagler. I would say the role he would probably have would be more like a bandu, like he seems to be a guy that might be able to come in and give you some instant offense off the bench. And and what you have to do is you'll find out pretty early as they play in some big non-conference games what this kid's made of. You know, you'll you'll know right away is there some fear in his eye when he, when, he, when the spot when the spotlight comes on, or is he is he just fine? Flagler and, and Teague and those guys, when the spotlight came on, their game played up. It played up to that level. There wasn't like a, a long period of time where you're like, well, that guy came from Presbyterian, he needs some time. That guy came from University of North Carolina, Charlotte. They, they got to where they needed in a hurry, and, uh, and we'll find out. But, but Stephen, count me as intrigued by the young Dell Bonner out of Fairmont State.
1: I'm intrigued too, and it is going to be an adjustment. I don't know if he's going to score at the level he did at Fairmont, but um, he showed that he can fill it up. And Bandu is a good comparison. Like he can come in, or Bandu, excuse me, he can come in off the bench and maybe be some instant offense for you. And they already have a few of those guys, um, even though I guess Meyer and Flagler would potentially move into the starting lineup next year. So. I I like the the pickup. I mean, I I trust this staff right now really to evaluate anybody. It seems like they have their pick of who they want, and this is another guy who comes in with an ability uh, to get buckets, and I'm sure he's going to buy in on the defensive end as well.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I I think you don't play – you don't hit the court for this team anymore. They used to have some players that didn't particularly love playing defense. Um, I don't think there's a spot for those players anymore. I don't think our old buddy Maston, Terry Maston was a uh, particularly great defensive player. He was a, a really high-functioning um, offensive player, had a lot of game, had a lot of, had a lot of skills, kind of old man type game, um, and finally started to give a little effort on the defense late in his career. What I'm saying is, I don't know if this program has room. Uh, and I liked him a lot and, and actually was a big uh, – I lobbied for him. Steven, Scott Drew will tell you sometime, I'll pick a player every once in a while and I'll go to town. You know, I'll be, you know, lobbying for more playing time. And occasionally I'm wrong about a player. And as, uh, as uh, Fran Fraschilla was so quick to tell us, I was wrong about Deuce Bellow several years ago. He had a lot of hops, had a lot of athleticism, and I thought he could really help as an offensive rebounder and an all-around uh, bring some bring some energy off the bench. It turns out I was wrong, and they had to send Deuce on down the road. And I think he ended up at Missouri. All right, we are getting time here, um, and by the way, I don't think Scott ever listens to me, but he's kind enough to occasionally indulge me uh, and visit with me about these things. Um, we have uh, we have Nikki Collin, the new basketball coach at Baylor, and. We played her interview at 1.20. We might let you hear a little bit more of that tomorrow. I do have Stephen. I'm right now here at the Farrell Center, live at the Farrell Center. I'm right next to uh, the volleyball offices. Uh, tomorrow, Stephen, at 1.30, we will have Avery Skinner on, okay, the new transfer from the national champion Kentucky Wildcats. She's going to be on with us tomorrow at 1.30. And a reminder, we'll have Daniel Jeremiah Friday he is the lead analyst, draft analyst for the NFL Network. An old friend of mine and a guy who's been kind enough to come on with us in the past. Uh, he's going to come on and kind of break down, look back at the draft. We'll have that interview on Friday. So we're going to have a lot of fun over the next couple of days. But uh, right now, uh, we're getting you ready. We're about 15 minutes away from the start of the press conference out here at the Farrell Center. The crowd's gathering. They're going to socially distance and uh, so they can hear from Nikki Collin in her first press conference as the Lady Bears' new coach. And uh, we'll be here and we'll carry that live. Uh, Next, what do we want to hear? What do we anticipate hearing from uh, Nikki Collin? We discuss next.
2: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very quiet conditions. Low temperatures fall to 54 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow, a seasonal day with a high of 83, and a beautiful day on Friday with mostly sunny skies. It'll be warmer with a high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
3: Coach Rod and the Bears back at Baylor Ballpark and here on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Following a break for finals, the Bears swing back into action this weekend at Baylor Ballpark hosting Kansas State. Games Friday at 630, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Wildcats.
3: The home of Baylor Bear baseball, ESPN Central Texas.
6: Music Fest is happening on May 7th through the night at Waco's Extra Cool Events Center. Don't miss the one hot music fest on Saturday night featuring
4: chart-topping artist Parker McCollum along with Flatland Calvary.
6: Come on out and enjoy Texas Best Musicians. VIP and general admission tickets are on sale now. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit extracoeventcenter.com today. I can't breathe, baby,
9: I'm dying.
10: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant,
1: or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
4: Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
7: I love baseball.
3: The Rangers and Twins play game three of their four-game series at Target Field in Minneapolis tonight. And there's a high drive, well hit, right center field, way back, and that ball is history. A home run for Willie Calhoun. Have you my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Eric Nadel inviting you to join Matt Hicks, Jared Sandler, and me. I fly ball, hit out into left field, cave going back to the wall. He leaps. It's out of here. Our
10: GEICO broadcast time is 6 o'clock on the Texas Rangers Radio Network.
4: Mosley
0: and Simcox coming to you live from the Farrell Center and uh, getting ready for what Nikki Collin and uh, her first press conference uh, with Lady Bears we'll go right into it here in a little bit and it's supposed to start uh, Stephen I guess we're uh, looking at about nine minutes from now and we'll be uh, set up Stephen as only he can he's he's ready this thing is streaming uh, I think you can, uh, you should just listen to it here. But uh, I, do, I did notice, I think Buggler Athletics on Twitter and, and some of the various other ways uh, does have it on Facebook if you like doing things. But we want you to listen to it right here as we get you ready. Uh, Nikki Collins, first press conference with the Lady Bears. This is a big hire for Mac Rhodes. Um, Mac, uh, I, I, you know, it, today's really not the day. To get back into whatever happened with uh, Kim Mulkey going to LSU, was it pretty? No. Um, uh, you know, I think still people are confused. I will say there are folks out here. Uh, Stephen, I'll, I even heard from a great friend of the show the other day that was kind of saying to me, mostly, get get behind this. Get behind. Let's get behind her wholeheartedly. You know, as Baylor alums, and, you know, sometimes people uh, – you know, they want me to, and I, and I get it, I, I'm, I am an alum, and I, and I want her to do extremely well. It's just, uh, I, I'm, I'm sort of incapable of just so quickly moving in. I, 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 there's gotta be a way to honor what has been built here, and, uh, and I'm still kinda coming to terms with all that, that Kim's not, uh, not here anymore. She is in LSU, so I guess the, the, what I should be thinking about, Stephen, hey, she's got a great job. She got a raise, she went home, so you know, let's focus on who we do have, uh, not who we don't have. And uh, Nikki Collin has uh, taken this job. It's a tough job. This is a really tough job. This is an extremely uh, important hire for Mac Rhodes. and uh, Mac. Someone who comes on with us a lot. We've visited a lot, and uh, Mac is excited. He thinks she can coach like crazy, and. I think Mac understands that what you can't do is take a step back when you have a premier program like this. Now, how much was, you know, people have talked about how much the budget is, oh, what is it, $6 billion? I mean, they really commit a ton of resources to women's basketball, and, and, and I think that commitment um, will continue. Now... We'll hear from Mac, I would think, today. Maybe John Morris, our our friend who we're kind of filling in for right now. It's usually the 2 o'clock John Morris show. I'd also say that, Stephen, uh, a special thanks, and I just heard from him, um, Central National Bank, the title sponsor of the Mosley and Simcox Extravaganza. What a great bank it is. And uh, I was talking to Brian Fonville recently, Executive Vice President over there, about what they're doing for students. Either students who are arriving at Baylor and starting out as freshmen, and or or, or maybe they're graduating from Baylor and they need to get those accounts the, going the right way. Uh, but you know, while you if you send your kid off to school, and maybe even when they're younger, maybe start up, get those bank accounts going. It's a it's a really cool thing that they do. Is uh, Stephen? This would have helped you and I when we were in school. When we all overdraw or when we do something weird financially. Um, It'd be nice to be able to call up somebody, call up Fonville or somebody out there at the bank that would come take care of you. Stephen, would that have been nice for you at TCU when you kind of took your parents' credit card and you got a little carried away with it or something, <laughs> or you wrote a check that you might not have had, um, to be able to call up a local banker, that's a pretty cool thing. So, Brian Fonville, uh, we love Central National Bank. We love uh, their our relationship with them, and we cannot thank them enough um Stephen, would that have been would that have been helpful to you as a uh at tcu to kind of have a have a local banking friend
1: i can definitely think of some times that would have been helpful i can probably think <laughs> i can probably think of some times where i was out with friends or on a date and maybe i was uh using the credit card a little too much and i might call brian and say hey brian somebody stole my credit card can you uh can you put a freeze on that <laughs>
0: Stephen, surely you never forgot, like at a place you you opened a tab and forgot about it. That doesn't sound like you. You're not a man who was uh, opening a lot of tabs at bars. That's not really your style, so that probably wasn't you. Um, People have been known to do that here in Waco, in fact, over at Georgia's Scruffy's. Back when we were in school, Stephen, Scruffy Murphy's was named Bill Bill's. That same building over there that people have talked about for generations now or for decades that, I think that thing was called Bill Bills, and I was not a bar guy. I'm not just saying that because I'm on the air because <laughs> my parents are listening or something. I, I really wasn't. But occasionally we would go see, like, David and the Love Beads over at Bill Bills, and that's where Scruffy's is now. And, boys, so we saw some good Blue Saint kick would play over there. Uh, uh, my, my buddy uh, Joel was in, that, was in that band. Then I had a buddy named Eric Orson who was in that band. Uh, Those were good days. Blue Saint Kick. That's a good local band. And then the big thing was, Stephen, um, do you remember the song, Please Come to Boston? You know, that was a big, that was a, uh, I don't know if you ever heard that song. You need to pull that up at some point. Please come to Boston. And that band would always play Waco. Who would that have been? Um, People will text in 254-662-1660. That's Carrie, oh, Jacko Pierce. Yeah, that, Jack O'Pierce played Waco a lot back then, and we'd all gather around and hear Jack O'Pierce over there in what is now called the Warehouse District, um, by Ninfa's and Diamondbacks and all that stuff, Crickets, all those places over there. Go hear some. Uh, go. They had a nice little venue over there, as I recall, for music. There it is. Yeah, bring back some memories there. By a cafe yep, yep. that's it, Stephen. You got the right one. And then you get to the chorus, and it's "Please come to Boston, like in the fall or something, or spring." There it is. Okay, please come to Boston. She said no. You come back to me. Stephen brings almost a tear to my eye to hear Jack pierce I think Carrie Pierce or. One of those guys is like the, the music leader at Park City's Baptist now, or like Watermark or somewhere. <laughs> he, I swear, he's like one of the praise leaders. And he, was a, he was not a praise leader when he was with Jack O'Pierce.
1: <laughs> Different kind but of I praise. Think,
0: yeah, I think, he, uh, I think he got away from the drink and, uh, and, and decided to, to get up there on, on stage and become uh, a worship leader, which is always a good thing. All right, Stephen, we are just minutes away. Hey, how do you want to play this, buddy? I mean, we're kind of on John's time. We're kind of on borrowed time here. Do we want to, um, do we want to get, take a little break here and then come back with a news conference, or do we need to go straight into it? Uh, we'll do it any
1: way you want, Stephen. Let's take a quick break here.
0: All right, all right. I like it when Stephen takes charge. Uh, it is Mosley and Simcox live from the Farrell Center moments away. From this press conference with the newest Baylor women's coach, Nikki Collin.
7: Recently on Game Time, we welcome into the program Casey Keeler, the head coach at Sam Houston. Opening day, we're playing Southeast Louisiana. It's one of those hot, muggy days
9: that just happened to happen in end of February, and there's no air conditioning in the makeshift locker room, and our kids are sweating as they're putting on their equipment and here because they just wanted to play a football game. So I think all the things we've gone through. since... I think all those things put it
7: in perspective, and you know what, they just want to play Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
4: How about a game of catch at the Rangers' new ballpark? It's on, because for a limited time, catch on the field is part of the Globe Life Field Premium Tour. So grab a friend, a family member, and go behind the scenes of the Rangers' home. Take in the views, marvel at the art, the roof, and the Rangers' history literally written on the walls. And then. Play catch on a major league field. Book your tour today at TexasRangers.com
5: slash tours. My house has a new glow.
10: I love my winter.
5: here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home Estimate. Universal That's Universal or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my
3: got that brand
10: new home Universal Windows Direct.
5: I'm Morton. Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakia Sausage in West. Tim Hardaway Jr. made 10 three-pointers and the Dallas Mavericks moved up to the number five spot in the Western Conference by beating the Miami Heat 127-113 last night. Garcia hit a two-run homer in the 10th inning to complete the Texas Rangers comeback in a 6-3 win over the Twins. Kyle Gibson makes his first appearance against his former team, gave up three runs, three hits, and eight strikeouts. Brock Holt has been placed on the 10-day IL with a right hamstring strain. Rangers and Twins again tonight, six 6- 41st pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Yankees beat the Astros last night 7 3. Game two of that series tonight 6 05 first pitch. And after drafting two defensive tackles, Cowboys are waving defensive tackle Antoine Woods. Woods is a salary cap casualty for the Cowboys.
7: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, this is usually the John Morris show. It's Mosley and Simcox as we speak. I hope they're playing us right now in the Farrell Center. Hello, Farrell Center. I hope they're playing us over the loudspeakers. I would hope so. Uh, can you hear us? Cheer if you can hear my voice right now in there in the Farrell Center. I don't think they're playing us, sadly, Stephen. Uh, but uh, I did hear John Morris um, make an announcement. This is usually the John Morris show hour at 2 o'clock. Uh, John said that they would be starting in four minutes Steven I think that was about three minutes uh, that was about a minute ago let's call that a minute and a half ago so I think I think we're about two or three minutes away from the start of this press conference Nikki uh, Collin will be making her debut as the uh, uh, Baylor women's basketball coach important press conference Um, I think today is the day that reality sets in and uh, I think for some Baylor fans this will be a a little bittersweet type day, maybe excited about a new era and what she might present. And I'm again willing to, though I was uh like the heck out of Kim and and think so highly of her. Um I think everybody's gotta give this new coach a chance and, and see where it's going. And I thought there was a pretty nice crowd that showed up here, beautiful day at the Farrell Center, and they were waiting outside for the doors to open at one thirty and ready to get in here and meet this new coach. And um Steven, I think the uh I think it was an interesting search. I think it had to be quick for obvious reasons. And I thought uh what uh Nikki Collin told us. In fact, uh Nikki Collin uh spoke with us this morning. We played that at one twenty today, the new Baylor coach, and then uh, Tom Barfield will have that at five ten today on uh, on Game Time on his show. And so uh a lot going on. We will have uh Glenn Stretch Smith will be on from uh three to four today and then i know game time is going to have a lot on this uh on this press conference and today the introduction uh last one i remember being down here for steven was uh like the the aranda and uh the aranda news conference and and I can't – you know, you and I were having to handle that in a – you remember, was I racing back? I covered the first part of it, and then I think I was racing back over to the studio to be on with you and all that kind of thing. Um, and uh, Yeah, it, it, it started that, that was,
1: during – like, it started before our show but carried into our show. So you had to okay. get across town, and we had to do our show after it was over.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was over at the, uh, at the football stadium today at the Farrell Center. And, uh, of course, uh, here in a couple of years and hopefully before too long, we'll be moving some dirt on a, a new pavilion. We'll see where that in, ends up the basketball pavilion on campus or downtown. Seems like the, the uh, smart money would be on downtown right now. There seems to be a lot of momentum. And obviously, that was something that Kim Mulkey was very public about. She did not want that. Now, again, this was not new. She had said that for years. And, uh, but she, she made her, uh, comments known i would say stephen we ought to let coach kind of come in here before we start asking her where she wants the arena let's let her get through the first press conference and see how that goes and um stephen i can hear john morris in the background the uh, voice of the bears as he's getting ready to present the new coach of the Lady Bears. So, Stephen, you say the word. I'll kick it off to the uh, news conference whenever you think it's time. I know we're a tad bit behind them on the feed we're using. So you say the word. Oh, I'm hearing the clapping. I'm hearing the clapping. They're all excited. We can
1: go go to it now.
0: Let's go live to the press conference. We're live at the Farrell Center with uh, Baylor's uh, new coach being presented today, Nikki Collins.
4: Let me make a few introductions as we begin this afternoon. First off, uh, you saw coming up on stage with me, you'll hear from both of them, President Linda Livingstone, the president of Baylor University. President Livingstone, always great to see you.